0: guys before we get started i want to give a big shout out to all of you guys who listen to our brian michael bendis interview for those people who, who tuned in t- to just hear him if you are a new listener to the launchpad podcast welcome welcome to the launchpad we're super excited uh yeah hopefully we'll keep it uh pretty clean pretty pretty net ne- we won't like dive off the deep end no derailments I guarantee you five minutes in, that's just to go yeah, out the way. Just
1: jump into straight up graphic um, <laughs> detours that have nothing to do with what we're supposed to be talking about.
0: Yeah, that's, if you are
1: a new D de- if you are a new listener though, welcome to the Launchpad.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter mm-hmm. at LaunchpadPod on our website, launchpadpod.com. Check us out on YouTube where we make funny faces and are super handsome all the time.
1: <laughs> let and let us know if you're if you're if you just hopped aboard the Launchpad... Let us know. We would love to see who who's who's yeah. new, who's here, who jumped on with uh, the Brian Michael Bendis. That was still a very surreal thing. It's cool to go back and listen to it, and it's cool to to look at the video and see just. It's funny, I, lunch pad. I,
0: I bet Dolph Lundgren's like, man, I thought I had a good interview. They're all like jazzed up about that interview. I thought I had a good.
1: Interview. No, Dolph Lundgren's like, I had to meet that idiot in a fancy <laughs> ass hotel. Bendis got to sit in his in his library, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he got to do the high five in person. So.
1: Oh, that's true too. I, I did the I did the Launchpad podcast secret handshake with Brian Michael Bendis. That's
0: fucking <laughs> awesome, dude. All right, let's get on with the show.
1: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine
0: running. Lookout, we have a lookout. all right welcome to launchpad podcast i'm aaron i'm matt matt a little relaxed episode today i don't really have a lot of plans but i do want to talk about one of the craziest films i've ever seen in my
1: life that's that's a lot like anyone just tuning in for the first time Rumi and i did shitty movie sunday for years together oh
0: yeah watching the craziest of films. the crazy
1: the shittiest of the shit oh, So yeah. that's a that's a big ass lead in oh, man i'm I'm, I'm excited gonna, now.
0: I'm going to spit some other movies before I get to this one. Like, okay. have you ever heard of the movie El Topo or The Holy Mountain, Alejandro
1: Horowski? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. These are the like, Holy Mountain.
0: Yeah. Acid trips of films. Mm-hmm. Just like visually, like, what am I watching? Like, very art house, super weird. This was like that. This was like that. The movie I want to talk about was like that. Watched it over Christmas with my brother, Kevin. Big shout out to the Kev, man. Uh, my, my brother is awesome. He loves watching shitty movies with me. And we like, we've been both been dying to see this movie. And I literally bought a box set of Shaw brothers films to get this movie. This is the boxers omen from 1983. And this is a movie that is so visually batshit insane. You'll be watching it, And you, you've talked about this multiple times when you watch a movie and then like you look up and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? I'm paying attention to this movie. And I'm like, what the what? Where are yeah. these finger puppets? So many maggots, alligator puppets what is happening here the plot of the movie is like this dude in hong kong is fighting this thailand guy bolo young who's the bad guy in a bunch of movies yeah yeah. um he's fighting him and 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 well his brother's fighting him and bolo young stomps on his brother's back and paralyzes him he's like i'm gonna get you thai guy Ah, screw you hong kong dude that's literally what they call each other in the movie And he's like, I'm going to need to get revenge. And he starts having these visions of like this crazy guy, like, dude, he's like a monk. And he's like, You got to go to Thailand. You got to do this stuff. And he's like, Okay. Shows up and he's like, Bolo (laughs) Young.
1: Most times when I have a vision, I just go, Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty nonchalant about it. (laughs) Shows up in Thailand. He goes to Bolo Young, who's getting like an award for being like an excellent fighter. And he's like, You paralyzed my brother. You suck. You want to fight? And he's like, Yeah, I'll fight you next Saturday. He's like, Cool. And then like his way, like, (laughs) Back from confronting him, he goes to this Buddhist temple and they're like, you're the guy we've been waiting for. And he's like, what? They're like, yeah, you got to talk to our master who's dead. And he's like, huh. So they take him to this room where there's this big jar and inside the jar is like a mummified hand puppet. And it's like, mam, 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 mam. it's like it looks like a Muppet covered in like skin. It's like literally. Oh, a hand, he's supposed to be a human, but it's a human. It's, but it's okay. a hand puppet. And he's like, and he's like, in another life, we were also brothers and you have to defeat this darkness magician to bring me back to life.
1: This is a separate quest from the Thai guy, Hong Kong guy.
0: The movie just takes a huge derailment. And we were saying, it's like, okay, when you play a video game and it's like, here's your mission, fight the Thai guy and avenge your brother. But this is the side quest that they put way too much time into where you're like, Wait, is this the game? And like, no, no, you still got to go beat that guy, but you're going to be doing this for like maybe 150 hours. The visuals are an acid trip. At a certain point, they're doing this fucking like wizard battle. The movie is so gooey. Everything is dripping with goo. Like there's like during the wizard battle, like a 100 alligator skulls that are again, hand puppets start jumping around and biting at people. Uh, people's heads separate from their bodies and their entrails float float below them. They're like bats. So many maggots. They sew this corpse inside a giant alligator body and fill it with maggots, and then it comes out as a like crazy naked woman. Um, at some point, for, I, I, like, for I anybody not
1: watching our YouTube episode of this, if you're just listening, it's worth the watching to watch Rumi act out <laughs> some of this stuff with his hands and also his face as he's trying to verbally explain what his eyes have taken in. It's, it's, it's incomprehensible. a struggle. I can see
0: it. it. It's incomprehensible. And and it it is, like, again, like, it's one of those reasons, like, I don't know if I could say it's good, but, like, you have to see it to believe it. It should not be, don't miss this. If you have access to this movie or it's playing somewhere, don't miss it because it is the one of the weirdest things you've ever seen. It's so, there, it's, oh, during the black magic scene, these guys, like, Eat this rotten banana, puke it up, and then pass it between each other. And that's like, there's some real visceral nastiness, like eating maggots, puking up maggots, eating the puke that the maggots were like, just like- What Bleh. year
1: is this roughly? Like what Nin- a- what a- 1983. 83. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it is super gooey and super bloody and just super trippy.
1: Just Are you a so sympathetic trippy. puker? Like when you watch puking on screen, do you gag or not really?
0: It's not my jam.
1: Like, but you're not I, gagging while you're watching that.
0: It's the sound, like sure. You know, it just depends. I'm not going to mimic it, but like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> bug me. Like, it doesn't bug me. But like, I know that's a subgenre of quote unquote horror. Um, that I'm just no, no, nah, I'm good. Don't need that. But this was, but this not was, like
1: because I know people who will puke or get sick or you know, this gag is not. This is not stuff. a faint for
0: heart. Yeah, this movie is not for the faint. But part. not
1: gag worthy level for you.
0: No, nah, no.
1: Okay. No. I'm trying That's to think so, of something that has made me gag.
0: So here's the, right? Well, hmm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know one. I know one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Twice I've been in movie theaters when somebody has thrown up in the movie theater because of what was happening on screen.
1: Which two? Human Centipede? And
0: no, 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 no. The first one was during the leg operation scene in Black Hawk Down. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, that one that doesn't just, bother me at all, but okay.
0: It was it's 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 pretty gnarly. It's gnarly. You admit, you yeah. understand that it's gnarly. A lady in, in there weren't that many people in the theaters. I was high fiving my friends. We were all super excited by how gnarly this movie was, and somebody in the back was just like, Bleh. and I we was like, ha ha. Um, and then the other ones during Hannibal, it was a pretty packed theater, and uh, during the the Ray eat your own brain scene where Hannibal Lecter is.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me about that one.
0: Uh, this lady, she stands up behind me and it's packed and there's nowhere to go. And she throws up like on us. Like I had it on me. And I was like, Bleh. so everybody was speaking. And then they were like, go leave. I was like, I don't want to miss this movie. And I just sat there
1: and watched nice. the movie.
0: And like, uh, it was pretty gross. <laughs>
1: Did you regret not leaving after Hannibal? Like, were you like after you finished it and you were like, that was it? Oh, maybe I should have got it got it.
0: I, I liked Hannibal. Look, it came out how when, when did Hannibal come out? Hey, devices, all the devices that I have. <laughs> when did the when did this movie come out? Um, I, I like that movie a lot. I actually don't mind it. I think a lot of people are like like annoyed by it or think it sucks. Like, what sucks about it that is not Jodie Foster? I get that. But like as far as like a salacious movie about a cannibal and FBI agents, that delivered on what I wanted it to be. Like fucking Great.
1: Why not? Fair. I just think it's. I think it's underwhelming compared to the original, whether you're talking about the book or the movie. And I think that underwhelmingness de- it makes people detract from the overall grade of. If it was a standalone just horror movie consultant, you know, movie or book, you might be like, oh, it's fine. It wasn't bad. But I I think be- because you're like yeah. that's Silence of the Lambs too. Boo. I- I-
0: yeah, no, I stand by it. I stand by it. It up the ante. Um, you know, it's it I was a junior in high school. And so it's like, you know, what else was I watching at the time? It was like the first time I'd ever seen Pulp Fiction was probably that year. The, you know, yeah, yeah, Boondock Saints. Like I'm watching all these movies that I'm just like, this is awesome. <laughs> Violence and sex and stuff, and like, you know, I thought it was freaking rad. And it's Ridley Scott, man. Come on. Ridley Scott norm used to not make bad movies. <laughs> I still I stand by Hannibal. I I understand, but like, look, how many movies? How many movies do you see where the sequel is dog shit compared to the first? Like four. <laughs> 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 good call, good call. But like, I, I I I think Hannibal was upping the ante. It gave <clears throat> Silence of the Lambs the aliens treatment, where it had all sorts of stuff happening. Maybe it was too complicated. Maybe it was too gross. That's fine. At least at least somebody came at it with a a, a deft hand. They weren't like you know. They didn't fail. They I wanted
1: to get. I didn't wanted it to be the real aliens treatment. I wanted a special forces team to have to like go into a place infested with Hannibal Lecters.
0: Didn't you see that movie? There's lots of shootouts in that movie. There's like tons of machine gun shootouts. Maybe one. No, but... <laughs> I,
1: no. I want them to like motion sensor. I want them to find young Jodie Foster crawling around in the ducks.
0: Mostly comes out at night. Mostly, mostly, eats. <laughs> yeah. mostly eats liver and fava beans. Mostly. <laughs> I guarantee you because I made that noise. Somebody's in their car right now trying to do the lip suck from Silence of the Lambs.
1: just <laughs> Failing at it. And the person next to them is like, it's gross. It's the noise that's making me throw up. <laughs> yeah. And all of our, all of any of our new listeners are like, Wait, what is the topic of this podcast? What are we talking
0: about today? <laughs> you have comic book royalty one week and now you're just trying to make gross lip noises.
1: Yeah, now Ruby's Talking, going, about,
0: <laughs> talking about a movie I will never see.
1: <laughs> we'll go back to your movie. So yeah, we're yeah. throwing up and eat and throw up of maggots and shit.
0: Yeah, spooky ghost witch ladies are being born out of alligator carcasses, wizard battles that will blow your mind. Um, he goes back after becoming a monk you know, he succeeds, and it's trippy as hell, and he goes back home, and the first thing he does is break the cardinal rule, and that's don't bang, baby, don't pull that thing out, unless you plan to bang, and he's like, I do, and I do, Um, and and it's one of those movies that, like, the nudity seems super forced, they're like, well, well look at the time, better throw some nudity in here, this movie's getting boring, you guys... Tired of all that vomit eating. <laughs> Let's get some nudity in here. Like it really just seems like, but like I like, I'm not, you know, whatever. Good. Put sure. it in. Sure. But you know, they could they could have been a little bit more like, does the plot require it? They're like, no, he just needs to bang right now. So he does, and that like weakens his power. And he goes to fight Bolo Young and he beats him, but like he goes blind and he gets like needles in his eyes, real gnarly. And like he, he, he during goes, the fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah magic because because magic there's so many moments because magic and then they go to like nepal to like you know one of these like temples in nepal and the movie's like hey guys we spent a lot of money to go on location here so you're going to watch 15 minutes of him taking a tour in nepal and like for 10 minutes it's like he's on a tour (laughs) <laughs> like they literally are filming a tour and
1: you're like do we hear the sound or is it just mm-hmm. uh like yeah, yeah, yeah. And a soundtrack?" and
0: like, they're like and here's this these paintings these paintings are from this era blah 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 blah." And he's looking and he's like mm-hmm. and i'm like mm-hmm. and at this point we me and my brother were watching this movie and we were like just blown away by how wild bonkers shit this was and then my daughter woke up and we're like well i don't want this on the tv when she comes downstairs so we had to turn it off. And then like my mom and Kevin's wife came over and we were like, okay, just so you guys know, we're finishing this movie tonight. There's only about 20 minutes left. But like we told him everything because we're like, we don't want you to be like weirded out or throw up. And so we told him all this bonker shit and then we turned it on. And it's like a travel movie and they're like, where's the throw up? Where's where's all the maggots? You guys promised maggots.
1: Disapp- your mom, Mrs. Aaron was disappointed.
0: They were disappointed. They're like, you built this up to be something nasty and it took is like dumb. motion
1: sickness pills and everything.
0: Yeah. But then but then finally he has the final showdown. Um and it is it deli- it delivered. There's a moment where the crazy like seductress witch shows up in this wild barely a costume, but a costume. And she's fighting him and he's getting to his ultimate form and he flies in on this platform and there's like birds and all sorts of crazy shit and she reaches out to him and he grabs a hold of her arm and rips her skin off in one swoop, like from that movie silent Hill. And she's just like muscle. Where's
1: the seam there (laughs) of the skin?
0: Just the whole thing just comes off, just comes off like a suit in his hand. And she's like muscles and blood and just starts oozing blood everywhere and like falls over and then bursts, births three Little like brontosaurus furry demons.
1: I was gonna like, say that. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Itty bitty, and they have like a stalk for an eyeball and they're like meep, 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 and they're kind of cute, but you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> a lot of laser blasts coming out of people's eyes. Like I like sure, sure. people right now are like, You're making this up. This is like when your friend's like, I had the craziest dream last night. You're like, please.
1: It's a mad tell libs. Me. That's what yeah. it is. It's a mad libs. <laughs> a mad libs. The skin <sighs> gets ripped off and she falls over and gives birth to blank. Blank <laughs> noun. With blank covering their bodies and a blank body part going beep 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 beep,
0: beep. <laughs> I mean, it works. Please let's let's make more movies this way. I I assume when the AI gets powerful enough, we can just do this.
1: So fun! This was a
0: fun experience. Gross, gross, but incredible. Yeah, I think Kevin and I had a ball
1: last. Could you watch it by yourself? Could oh, I yeah. watch it by myself? Mm, no, you it's better. Still enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I mean better to witness with somebody because here. here's what i will say the movie's long and there are some slow parts but like like i said you go on a 15 minute tour
1: of nepal sure you're getting a free field trip <laughs>
0: but if you watch it by yourself you will immediately have to go find somebody and watch it with them immediately sure, sure. if fucking immediately like you would literally find somebody and be like sit down watch this watch this shit and they're like you just watch this and you're like i know but you need to you need to you need to be as baffled as i am right now please come here and and experience this with me.
1: It's like the ring or fear.com, but you don't die. You just get confused.
0: Just yeah. Confused. And it sticks with you a long time. Like I, I, I it's no clearer than it was. What's that. the name again? The boxers omen. It's a Shaw brothers film. Bananas.
1: <laughs> <Bleh>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bananas that they eat up, barf out, eat up barf out.
1: Yeah. I girls, can't, dude. I won't ever be able to watch, think of that, or hear that movie without you saying, it's gooey. It's a gooey movie. Gooey. It's
0: one of the gooeyest, gooeyest grossest gooey monster movies I've ever seen. So much methicill.
1: But good. But fun. Yeah. A fun trip. All right. Real weird. Fucking okay, eh. Well, I watched... Uh, it's got to be top three shitty movies. Cousin Paul in the house for about a week, and he wanted to watch shitty movie. And we actually watched a couple with a bunch of friends. And one of the ones we watched was Black Cougar. Remember Black Cougar?
0: (laughs) The the shitty movie that you can't Google.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Although the DVD has blackcougar.com all over it. And I'll tell you right now, I don't know this from experience, but I know that the movie Black Cougar no longer owns that domain. (laughs) So there's a, there's a, uh, (laughs) there's a director, quote unquote, director, named silvio de salvatore and he's this guy from the bronx for lives in new uh in new york and he was on a a show called american inventor and he came on with black cougar who's this tall superhero (laughs) black it looks like it looks like budget version black panther and he went on this show saying he made a movie and he wanted to make action figures in the movie and they shoot him down he is such a character. The way he talks and he's spinning around, and he's like when this he goes, I am on a mission to black cougarize the entire world. He's like, it's insane. When I go to sleep, this side closes and this Is black cougar, black cougar, black cougar, and then I wake up and this side black cougar, black cougar, and he's going crazy in the um the show. I've never watched American Inventor except for this clip. He comes out and makes his case, and then um George Foreman someone who owns a a football team and two other people i don't know what their pedigrees are <laughs> B-
0: basically vote short on yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 it's the same, same idea this director is like spinning and and ba-da! and oh and black cougar is the only superhero to protect children and he says that like 3 or 4 times and at one point he goes they don't have that which just it's a very fun catchphrase they don't have that and they do the vote at the end and two people immediately vote him down and he goes sorry it's no it's no problem and he goes, let's go. And he, him and Black Cougar start leaving. And George Foreman goes, wait a minute, we haven't voted yet. And he goes, it's already two no's. I can't win. two no's is over. George Foreman goes, but we can, we can convince each other. We try to, you know, change each other's minds. And he goes, oh, I didn't know that. Mikey, I mean, Black Cougar, come back here. So Mikey in the costume of Black Cougar comes back out. And then they get shot down again.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> my That's hilarious. That he, said,
0: you said Mike Tyson's doing it?
1: No, no. Um, um, George Foreman.
0: Oh, okay. Because I was like, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: (laughs) no. Um, A cousin, cousin Brian, sent this to me years ago, and I immediately was like, "What movie did this guy make?" He made a movie called Black Cougar, and it is about the only superhero who fights for children. And the movie is a shit show. Like, it is just a fantastic mess of. Righteous-hearted filmmakers trying their best with a passion for the project that they believed in. Yeah. And it's just a steaming pile of shit that just doesn't... (laughs) The movie itself is not incompetently made. It's not like the sound is terrible or the camera work is terrible. The script, terrible. The concept, stupid. The characterization and the way every person acts, different and terrible. But the most enjoyable ever.
0: It, uh, so that's the thing. If you make a movie with a hundred percent passion, a hundred percent earnest, y- y- you have a great shitty movie on your hands. Sure,
1: yeah, it doesn't have to succeed. Um, without going into like too many, too too many details, the mayor is the bad guy, and he's like a kingpin slash god. <laughs> Spoiler <finder>. alert. <laughs> he well, you, you find out very quickly. They are kidnapping kids, and the way they're doing this is driving two limousines with vanity plates to shopping malls and people's front yards stopping. Everyone gets out, including like the mayor's bodyguards who put their fingers to their ear and look around like they're listening to microphones. The mayor, the bad guy, rolls his window down, nods, and then they snatch the kid and put him in the limousine and go. And nobody knows who's doing it. We see this happen when a brother and sister who have already been literally throwing food across the dinner table at each other while their new york parents are like hey hey don't don't do that and they're throwing fucking spaghetti at each other's faces and that's all the parenting <laughs> that happens later the kids go let's play hide and seek they go outside and in a silent scene because of the music there's no dialogue you see the limousines coming down the street a little girl goes behind a giant plywood snowman decoration that for some reason has a slit in the neck so if you were standing behind it you could see out it almost like an iron maiden one of those peeping tom snowman's eh i don't understand why that would be like that but she goes back there (laughs) and the little brother goes to the tree that's next to the street and covers his eyes later they say that the little girl goes behind the snowman to count but it looks like they're both counting which i call (laughs) i don't call hide and go seek i call that hide and go hide i guess it's seek and so go seek right Go, the see the brother gets snatched she sees it but falls into a coma so she can't because she's so tra- traumatized Ugh, i'm going ahead of myself before that the hero who looks like he just woke up and you know what it looks like you know when um they had that point break show live show and they pick someone from the audience yeah. to be keanu reeves it yeah. looks like this guy was picked like once the camera started rolling and they were like you stand over here and say these lines and they gave him no emotional context no context to the scene before he was just reading the lines in english that's the best he could do and even that that show murderville no
0: it's will arnett as a detective and oh
1: i know the show now i know what you're talking i haven't seen
0: his partner in every episode he gets a new rookie partner and it's always some celebrity who doesn't Mm -hmm. get a script everybody else in the scene has a script but this person and they get them to do ridiculous things pretty damn funny but that sounds like what happened here this guy got totally murder billed.
1: this guy is like he's got to be like 20 25 years old maybe in the whole movie you never really find out how old he's supposed to be he's standing against the car and watching some kids throw a football around when a car comes quote-unquote screaming out of nowhere it's just driving by and doesn't slow down and there's a kid in the way And our hero grabs the kid and pulls them out of the way. One extremely New York middle-aged mom and one extremely New York middle-aged mom who's trying too hard come up. And they're like, oh, my goodness, I saw the whole thing. I can't believe that just happened. And they repeat that same couple sentences four or five times. And she goes, what's your name? Where are you from? Do you do you live around here? Are you from the vicinity? That's a line. Are you from the vicinity? (laughs) He is not able to answer any of those questions. And he goes home to his father and says, father, I need I, I need you to help me. Tell me about myself. They were asking me all sorts of crazy questions. Are such you from city? What is your name? And do you live around here? Those are the questions that stumped this kid. Now, I don't
0: know what any of this means.
1: The father is in a room with two folding tables, um, about three toys, a feather duster, a rainbow feather duster and about seven store-bought Christmas decorations. He proclaims himself the world's greatest toy inventor. And you're like, okay, don't prove it. Just say it. You have five random toys and all this other shit in your room. He explains vaguely that this guy doesn't know his shit. Turns out he's a fucking robot. And there's no real reason. I mean, there's there's backstory that the guy's wife and child and stuff dies. How did they die, show so that he's a robot? They just say that.
0: Wait, who's a robot? The The dude?
1: The kid, the, 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 the undisclosed age kid who saved people and didn't know if he lived in the vicinity.
0: Is this Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, the toy maker?
1: It's very, that idea is very similar to this idea, except... Jip Eddowes. We <laughs> We are finding out that the mayor is kidnapping these kids and bringing them to a legit dungeon. There is a plywood constructed dungeon with like... an upper bunch of cages and a lower bunch of cages with kids just sitting in it and there you know there's times where kids people come in and they're talking about the ship the bad guys come in to talk about the shipments at one point a girl is talking like i think we need to get out of here because it's really scary and i miss my mommy and while that's happening a stuffed rat comes in at no joke like a perpendicular angle well i guess a parallel angle to the floor comes flying bounces off the girl's face and the cage, and you hear another kid not in the frame yell out, look out, a rat! So she's just talking, and this rat just pelts her in the face at like a four or five foot level. We watched it multiple times, that one scene, and we think (laughs) what happened is someone off screen did a gag, like did that to be funny, and they kept it in by throwing in the ADR, look out, a rat, and they were like, that's fine. It is ridiculous. Um, the guy ends up the, the, the Geppetto character ends up letting this kid know look I've also been working on all this shit here's a black panther black cougar costume I can control parts of it from here there's a lot of controlling from here he's got action figures that fight with him the dad can control him he's got a bitchin vet with green lights the dad can drive it for him Um, and like weapons he could change his weapons from the this How shitty
0: old is this kid supposedly
1: they don't say he could quote unquote be a, i mean he's not a teenager but we could assume he's trying to be a teenager or in his early 20s it looks like he's about his early 20s but the poor kid looks like hmm boop anytime dad the guys would trying to get him i saw the kidnapped kids and the father goes okay son the father's really trying um Definitely like a local theater production level acting. Um, He's a been a lot of camera them. spikes, a lot of looking directly at the camera um, a lot. And I mean, sometimes multiple in a shot from the same person. Um, there is, uh, I, I mean, there's a girl in a coma, the girl who is hiding behind the snowman. A, a nurse comes in. We see a nurse poison a cop's coffee and he gets knocked out. She comes in and is about to smother this little girl. Black Cougar comes in and saves her. Pushes the girl, the, the the bad nurse, against the wall. The nurse hits the wall with the pillow she was gonna smuggle. The pillow, for some reason, stays against the wall, like magnetized, and the girl runs out super fast, like the Flash in the old 90s, uh, the old 90s show. <laughs> like, and then you don't see her again until like literally the last scene. Um she gets thrown through a wall and leaves a Bugs Bunny cutout, like including her hair. So- it's ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous.
0: Okay. Let me ask, let me ask multiple questions. What in your mind, who did they think this audience was?
1: There is, I think kids, I think they thought this was going to be a family film.
0: What makes it not a family film? Is there like something that's,
1: nobody would want to watch this except
0: us (laughs) other than it sucks. Yeah.
1: It's not inappropriate, but there's no, like there's nothing in it that, I mean, I think it would be too boring and stupid for kids to legitimately be interested. The costume, the black Cougar costume is cool enough. But you barely see it, and he doesn't really do anything. And there's a lot of what a kid, I think, would be like, blah, blah, blah in the middle. But yeah. we recognize as, like, just fucking terribly written, terribly acted dialogue oh, that is just... Horrible exposition. Mwah-ha!
0: So, this is a quick aside. There are multiple movies that have this sort of, like, kid is bullied, gets bullied so hard that their life is in danger. Like, I'm thinking Garbage Pail Kids, where... I. Oh is it Garbage uh, Pail
1: Kids or I haven't seen that in forever.
0: The Shack vehicle Shazam where they take him down into a sewer, turn on a water pipe and like basically waterboard this kid till he's almost <laughs> drowning, till he's almost dead and then I think I think then he finds the the Garbage Pail Kids. That movie I've watched mm, within the past 5 years and like I'm like this is an excellent shitty movie and then you're watching it about halfway through you're like man this is even rough to like bag on for very long. It's so <laughs> it's so bad but again like you're like who is this for they're like it's for kids and it's like yeah but it's really inappropriate and like kind right. of kind of scary is this movie scary at all or violent no it's just So stupid. let me
1: let me tell you about the bad guys okay
0: okay yeah hit me with them
1: the bad guys my uh, friend of the show michael apgar map he said it looked like the bad guys lair where the bad guys are meeting and doing shit It looks like the room you rent out in a bowling alley to have someone's birthday party. And that's legit what it looks like. It's got a big, long table. And the table has the official shitty movie Sunday Cup, which is a plastic molded Halloween chalice that has a skull that is not the size of an actual human skull. It's smaller than my fist being held by a skeleton hand. And it's got a purple crown around the top or a red crown around the top and it's just this terrible thing it's got to be one of the six movies i have that legit tries to use that cup as a real deal and there's 12 of these cups lined up along the table because it's a bad guy layer what kind of drinks would they drink that skull cups there are two suits of armor standing at the door just like that you'd get from like sharper image or something um there are a slew of pretty racist, at least stereotypical characters who want kids from this bad guy, and they're arguing amongst themselves. There's a to very do what they don't explain why they want them. There's a bunch of rich-looking white people. There is an Arab, an unnamed Arab section. There is <laughs> I, a unnamed, I can
0: already tell you what he looks like. It sounds like yeah.
1: There is an unnamed hip-hop section. Um, <laughs> uh, there is a very large Latino man who does like a dance knife fight at some point that I think was supposed to be comical. And it's just like, it's not even painful, awkward. It's just literally confusing. Um, one of the thugs brings in a gym bag, like a duffel bag, puts it on the table, unzips it. And literally like a five year old girl stands up from the back. And like the rich white couples like claiming her, we'll take that one. Um, later in the movie, there is a birthday party for this, bad guy this godfather character now i know what you're all thinking how did i know it was his birthday well the rest of the thugs had decorated the room with different color balloons hanging off of the table and chairs and the suits of armor
0: um do you think that because you had mentioned this is the room you rent out at the bowling alley that they came in one day and they're like hey uh little billy's having a birthday here at four you guys have to be out of here and they already decorated the room and they're like
1: roll with it (laughs) they're like we already lit it so um (laughs) maps said that comment about the birthday party bowling alley before that scene and i knew it was coming and once the deck so there's also banners that say happy birthday happy birthday like clearly they went to party city all around the room in that scene and if you
0: look in the cop birthday party if you look
1: if you look carefully there literally is a game of pin the donkey on the wall which means that like someone in production thought all right what does a gangster birthday party look like and he imagined that the
0: gangster party
1: he imagined that the arab and the unnamed urban section and the undefined urban section and these uh Very New York Italian mobster type characters would put aside their petty differences to play a couple games of pin the tail on the donkey for this idiot's birthday. (laughs) It is fucking absurd. But before you can like breathe, there is a two men break dancing for the entertainment of all there. And when they're done, everybody claps for them like you would at an evil birthday party. It's unreal.
0: I want to have a super evil birthday party, Matt. We need to have one.
1: It's unreal and like i'm forgetting just as much as i'm telling you this <sighs> is one of those movies that like how many copies of this do you own i own one and if you gotta google it very carefully the dvd is rare it's, it's like one of those like 70 80 buck deals on, am, on <gasps> amazon or ebay but like if you could find a copy of black cougar it is fucking worth it it is one of those movies you watch by yourself watch it with shitty movie friends even i don't know if amanda has seen it but if i could convince amanda to sit down it would probably be so fun and excessively terrible that even my wife would be open to it you know what i mean
0: the next time i'm in town with you and me in person um uh, there's like a million things that i want to do have you Uh, you seen this no this has never watched this one you owned it and it was in the vote and you were like guys guys this one this one this one and i think people were so like put off by how excited you were they literally voted for anything else and i think it's it was like so one of those good. night i think it was one of those nights where you had this one that you're like guys yes 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 do this and we voted for something that ended up sucking and you're like sure and you're like you guys you guys did
1: did wrong you don't know what you're, you're so wrong. yeah you don't know
0: what you, and and. And I think for years that was the case where like you'd always bring this up and be like, no, I'd rather watch Tanny and the T-Rex. I can't
1: believe that I didn't get you to watch it because I think I saw it before you had it
0: for a long time.
1: You Maybe it was it. after we lived together. I guess I can look and see when I bought it
0: because I remember I remember the first we This isn't the first time we talked about this. You literally like Google black cougar for me. And I was like, uh, and <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. And then like we had to like search for it. And I've seen the video of the guy. Um. Uh, on the inventor show like the clip on the internet and being like yeah you gotta watch this you guys get action figures it was all you know, like
1: yeah ridiculous it's um, top oh, 10 yeah. for sure and I'm pretty sure top 5 or top 3 we need to watch this then
0: yeah um, I, I know we keep teasing that we're gonna one day like put this all together into a, a memoir and I, I am excited for this movie uh, you, you I sold me on sure. it um, remember remember that, that birthday party and what was it Halloween Ends that's the one where it had the cop birthday party. I was all like pink balloons and like, happy birthday, Mark.
1: Like, oh, oh yeah. When they were at the, uh, the diner yeah, and it was a gift with a balloon hanging off it. And I was like, what grown men do that? Like, unless that's an in gag for their group. Did but-
0: you ever see New York Ninja?
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: I got, I finally bought that. I bought that Blu-ray. Did you watch and, it? Yeah. It was spectacular. Yeah. I watched it with Kate. We, we laughed our asses off. It was so, Ernest, again this is one of those movies that like somebody tried their fucking damnedest to make a good movie and it is so here's the thing so so is it aero video who made new york ninja um maybe it's severin films anyway vinegar vinegar syndrome that's who it is so vinegar syndrome which is an awesome dvd restoration company they archive a lot of stuff and do a lot of pornography Um, uh, they found this movie was basically raw just reels and reels of film it had never been edited and it had never had any sound so they were like well shit it looks so incredible can we finish it and they found who had the rights and they got the blessing to finish it so they put their own time their own money into this and they edited the movie and re-recorded all the audio all the sound effects all the efforts with like famous B movie people they got like Barbara Crampton in there there's like you know there's just a um a lot of like pretty big names uh michael berryman um doing the voices which is pretty funny um sorry not barbara crampton it was a leanna quigley cynthia rothrock um it's 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 pretty fantastic but that uh, that is is a movie that that this reminded me of because it's women being kidnapped and put into a cartoon dungeon (laughs) and this ninja on roller skates literally and finally uh, i saw a movie that had a roller skating ninja which we have been promised in multiple films and never quite (laughs) delivered on um we finally had this movie and it it's so bad but pretty fun to watch you've seen it right
1: yeah yeah i've seen it i that's uh, it's about a year or two lauren my friend lauren and nick Watched it with me. That was one of those that, like, they made me come over and watch. They were like, "Matt, you have to see this. You have to see this." It's good. And it's it 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 lives. And it's also like, if you watch it and just think it's a random shitty movie, it's funny. But like <laughs> yeah. when you watch it, knowing what you just said that it was like this found film that had no sound, they had to redo it. It makes it funny, and it's like one of those like, what sort of bad guy enterprise is this? When you watch what they're doing, you're like, why would you? do that crime for that like how does that end up being profitable for you and worth all this shit that happens in the movie why would you not just never rob explain. somebody
0: yeah this this creepy guy who is dying from plutonium radiation or something who keeps like pulling these gloves off and like <laughs> jerking off with plutonium <laughs> it's like oh! and like burning his skin and stuff Uh, He keeps pulling up to a like secret limo meeting with some dude in dark glasses (laughs) who's like, how many you got for me? And he hands him a bunch of obvious headshots from the women who applied for these roles. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, this isn't enough and drives off. And you're like, but why? What are you? What? Like, again, like I can only imagine it's something awful, but like none of it makes sense. And how is there's no money involved? And, and the (laughs) plutonium dude, his minions are super New York. Like, he thinks he can talk to me like this? Dang. And they're like, don't <laughs> let him talk to you like that, Boston. He's like, man. Uh, and <laughs> something that now is like part of our house's lexicon. The women in the dungeon, multiple scenes where like these goons come in and like menace them. They're like, hey, you know, like threatening them with like chains or whatever. At one point, he's like, <laughs> he goes you trash look at the grand. <laughs> it's <like, just, laughs> <laughs> <what the? laughs> okay so i've literally just been saying that and randomly like on tv somebody will do something like you trash look at the grand.
1: <laughs> someone wrote that someone so, said it
0: but that's the thing is it was never written for this movie like they literally had to and and i thought it was like you had to have brought in like a lip reader and they're like no we we edited this and then just tried to figure out what they were saying what they were saying (laughs) yeah and it's makes it even better it's oh it's hysterical and like it's one of those movies where you're just like what was the original intent they have interviews with like the original producers and stuff and and what they were trying to do and they're just like yeah i don't remember and we ran out of money so (laughs) that's what happened and we're shady fucking scumbag producers from the 70s so what do you want for nothing
1: yeah what did you expect (laughs) What, what do you think was gonna happen
0: but oh, I I I love a movie. I, again, the best shitty movies are the ones that tried their best and didn't mm. know that they sucked until they got to the end and were like, "Oh, we made a
1: crappy film." I think I'm on the cusp of a Troll Two viewing, either with shitty movie or myself. Like I probably haven't seen it in like five or maybe even ten years. It's been a long time because I watched it so many times and have seen it and I know it inside and out. But I haven't seen it in a while. So like now might be a good time because that one like these are just they thought they were making a really good, creepy, odd, weird little movie. And it's just a laugh fest. Like I remember watching it as a kid and not being afraid. Like the kid, I didn't know it was not fully competent filmmaking. I just knew it was ludicrous the way the dad was talking. I was like, this guy has never acted a day in his life. Turned out he's not an actor. You want
0: to take a trip to Nilbog every couple Nilbog, of years? Nilbog, like, yeah. <laughs> you're like ah, Nilbog's calling. I guess I have to answer. Yeah, I I feel you on that one, man. Every now and then, like one of my all-time favorite ones is Miami Connection. That's like probably my favorite mm. shitty movie um, because the honesty that it was made with is like beyond pure. Like there's so much heart in it. Yeah, and yeah. It's like it's like the guy who's making the movie is in the movie as the star and just like you can just feel his like heartbeat throughout the whole thing he's like yes (laughs) i'm doing it hooray for taekwondo and making movies (laughs) and you're like oh you poor dude um here's a quote that i saw the other day um this was on uh, i don't know it's on instagram a screen grab from twitter on instagram because i'm an adult kevin mj says the world that movie is abysmal trash and should never have been made horror fans i own it on vhs dvd blu-ray 4k (laughs) and watch it twice a year
1: i saw that you'd posted that but i didn't see who the post was at first and i immediately was going to screenshot it send it to you i saw that you were the person that posted it like i saw your post i was like and i literally what's wrong with this i literally brag about that same thing like when someone will be like oh do you have this movie I'm like, I have three copies of it, like on on DVD and up, not even counting VHS or digital or anything like that.
0: I, I have literally on multiple movies in my collection been like, will i be embarrassed to spend this amount on this. Yeah, probably. But like, <laughs> yeah, paid <laughs> over $80 for some of these films that mm. are like abysmal trash. But I'm so proud to have them in my collection. Agreed. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, I agree. Whereas Black Cougar was a steal. I think I spent like six bucks on Black Cougar.
0: I laugh so hard. I'm choking now. Um, Yeah. Movies where people are like, you don't own The Godfather. I'm like, I can find that anywhere. Literally can find that anywhere. I don't. Like if I if I really needed to watch Godfather, I could go to Best Buy and they'll just be like, you know, Blu-ray. It's probably at Target. I guarantee right. you, I don't need to look for that movie. I want movies that I guarantee you I could never find. Like again. I need to
1: have Freeway Killer, and that's <laughs> never coming to Blu-ray. You know? <laughs> yeah, I need raw force. Is there is there like, a Meet the Feebles
0: DVD or Blu-ray? No, There's gotta be. No, right? none of them, none of it. So he has been for years teasing that he's going that that Peter Jackson is going to release. Uh, he just released, um, uh, uh, Frighteners in a massive box set that only is in Germany. It's in English. Everything about it is 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 in English. But you can only buy it special edition from Germany, and he only made like four hundred copies of it. And it's like motherfucker. If you do That's this for crazy. Meet the Feebles, Bad Taste, and Dead Alive, I'm gonna be pissed off because those are yeah. the three films. Like, like oh my god, I will oh, he's, literally. He's
1: angry. Look how mad he is. I'm
0: gonna mortgage our house for that shit. <laughs> it's like oh she's texting me right now but you will not i just like i felt the disturbance (laughs) in the force um yeah like literally those are the three films of his that i'm just like fuck lord of the rings i you know i have like the regular versions i don't have any of the extended shit fuck lord of the rings give me meet the feebles bad taste and dead alive any day of the week i will spend on that shit
1: (laughs) i don't remember the last time i watched meet the feebles but it is one of those things that like if I saw a DVD of it, I'd pick it up. If I saw a Blu ray of it, I'd pick it up, even if it was expensive. So
0: I saw a DVD of Dead Alive once at Amoeba Video, and I was like, I'm going to hide this. And I hit it and came back, and somebody had found it and bought it. <laughs> I was like, I'm coming back after work.
1: Did you hide like, it? So that because you, you didn't have the money for it, or?
0: Um, I hit it because I didn't have the time. Like I was with a group of people, and they're like, we're leaving. I was like, hold on, hold on. And they're like, we got to go, got to get back. And I was like, okay, I'll come back after work and grab this. Because okay. I was within walking distance. Yeah, I was within walking distance and I hid it and somebody found it and must have bought it. Because I was literally like, did somebody buy Dead Alive? And they're like, yeah, man, it, this thing wasn't on the shelf. And I was like, I hit it. And they're like, yeah, yeah they The found guy was it. so they,
1: excited. Yeah. He was acting like he found a golden ticket. He
0: literally <laughs> did. Oh,
1: I, I, there's a joke there somewhere where
0: how I like hid it in a place nobody would ever look. And it's like the one guy coming in for like, I don't know, some Fellini film festival found it hidden in the in the in the depths i'm trying to think like what would be the shittiest thing uh, there, there's a joke here that i'm trying to formulate and
1: you guys what if get it's to the hear opposite ha- though what if like peter jackson with all of his resources and all of his uh everything he could do he never got the commercial dvd release of that and he like essentially trips over where you hit it and like made his day
0: uh, well let's pretend that happened so I don't feel so shitty about it. <laughs>
1: the one so you that got like away. dumbass.
0: Yeah. The one that got away. Fuck man. Yeah. That was, that's a bummer. Those like, I love dead alive. Like that's one of my all time favorite. Like, yeah. And that's not a shitty movie. That is a fucking masterpiece of, of splatter. So good. It is good. Yeah. I mean, oh man, it's, 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 also, it's hysterical too. It's so weird.
1: We should do like a Kiwi gore fest, uh, Episode like all those black sheets and stuff, I mean,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I like those movies. Um, sometimes, sometimes they're pacing like the pacing's weird on all of them, though. Like, that's a thing, sure. You know, it's a different culture's pacing, uh, good or bad. Um, like, yeah, ooh,
1: body, melt. i I'll be I, know, honest, I, I'm,
0: I know that's not Kiwi. Sorry, I know everybody's like, wait, well, that's Australian, mate. And I'm like, yeah, but body melt sucks. Sorry,
1: I was just gonna say, I'm <laughs> like, I'm kiwi australian racist when i'll put a movie in and then they start talking and i'm like wait a minute do they have an accent and then i find out they're kiwi or australian and i'm like oh i don't want to deal with this for the whole yeah. 40 hour and a half i mean that
0: whole era you have like the sam raimi stuff for the evil dead movies and then dead alive and i call it splat stick where it's yeah. it's it's literally comedy with gore mm-hmm. it's Uh, it's mm, 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 brilliant
1: yeah it it is it's it's an acquired taste for sure and i have to say i'm sure you feel like this and i'm sure our listeners feel like this about certain genres or movies or feelings but like i gotta be in the mood like i will always be in the mood for star wars i will always be in the mood for fifth element i will always be in the mood for friday the 13th i will always be in the mood for halloween um i'll always be in the mood for john wick always 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 doesn't matter if i'm in a good mood bad mood i have five minutes or five hours I gotta be in the mood to watch Body Melt, you know. Yeah, yeah especially yeah, yeah, yeah. if I don't know. There's times where I've turned it on and hear the way they're talking, and I'm like, "Sorry, man, not tonight." <laughs> yeah, rain, rain See, check, Australia.
0: I just fucking eat it up, and I throw it up, and then I eat it up again, and I throw it up, and then I eat it up
1: again. Some <laughs> <a bunch of> maggots, <laughs> <and> bananas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so gross. Yeah, I'll watch a Godzilla any day. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. 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 Any yeah. day. Any right? Oh yeah, I got a lot of movies. See, it's so funny because I have this fake background. For those of you watching you know, this, I'm not in my, I'm actually not in my office. I'm not at the, the visual effects,
1: visual effects trick. Um, and
0: it makes me so sad because I just want to like, yeah, all my toys too bad.
1: Um, speaking of toys, I know it's not good radio, but can I tell you about an experience that led to a toy? Yes. This is the first, not what have you been watching, but where have you been? Um, <laughs> my cousin Paul and I, after years of planning and waiting, finally went to galaxy's edge. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Dude, I was excited going in. It was fucking, I mean, 10 times better than I thought it was going to be. Part of it was that Aunt Kathy, shout out to Aunt Kathy, Aunt Kathy paid for everything. Oh, yeah, free Star Wars land.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah, okay.
1: Including Asavi's lightsaber build, which is a pretty, pretty penny. The lightsaber does not stay together as well as it should, but it should be an easy enough fix. Doesn't matter. It looks cool. It sounds cool. It was one of those days. Like The best way I've explained it so far, this was uh, like four days ago we went. No, actually about six days ago. Where um, is
0: it? Whip it out.
1: I, I, I'm going to show you. You know when you're driving and you <laughs> there's a red light in front of you and it changes green? You're like, ah, awesome timing. And then you're driving, you're driving, and you're like, I haven't hit a red light in a while. And then you see a red light, but it's about a quarter mile away and you see it turn green and you're like, fuck, I'm going to make that one too. And you don't hit a red the whole way home. That's what this entire fucking day at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was. It could not have been more Star Wars boner childhood exciting. It was just me and Cousin Paul waited 25 minutes for one ride. There's only two rides there, but we went on Millennium Falcon three times. We got to be each, there's three different positions you could drive. You could be the pilot. You could be the gunner, or you could be the engineer. We got to do all three. We didn't wait for any of them. Rise of the Resistance, which is the much bigger ride, it broke before we even got there. When we got there, we happened to get off of the Millennium Falcon as they turned it back. Uh, Rise of the Resistance back on, so we walked on no line, and we had bought a fast pass for later. Um, one of the fast, one of the types types of fast pass options you get you get unlimited Disney pictures from like a staff person. So they have someone standing at the front of the millennium Falcon. It was not terribly busy. It was busy, but not terribly. We have, I don't know, 150 pictures of us in front of the fucking millennium. Falcon. <laughs> That's red. It was, we walked into the cantina. There was literally, we were lost when we got there and we're like, where's the cantina? Like it's around the corner, got the red sign and it'll, you'll know it. Cause it has a line outside. We get there literally no lines. And we were like, How do we get in? They're like, you can come in right now. The rest of the day, boom, a line down the street. Um, Stormtroopers, Boba Fett, Mandalorian, um, Fennec Shan, uh, uh, um, Kylo Ren, Ray. I arm wrestled Chewbacca in front of a giant crowd of people. First of all, I had a fucking Bosque costume shirt on with the white bib and the yellow shirt and just a little bit of scales. When I went up to Chewbacca, he pointed at my chest and gave me a look. And I was like, it's Bosk. And the actor turned his head and looked me right in the eyes. And I knew damn well he knew who Bosk was. I was like, fuck. We did this giant arm wrestling show for everybody. Ray, even Ray, moved us over onto a garbage can so that we can ground our hands. Did a whole fucking show about it. Who um, won? Who won? Both of us. Uh, he wasn't moving. He literally just had his arm up like this. So I was pretending to do really hard. Then I did two hands and I was pulling and I made a little bit of dent and then I pushed his hand forward. He was literally wasn't doing anything. He was letting me do whatever I wanted to do. Then when I was done, he checked my arms to make sure my arms weren't hurt or pulled out of their sockets. And then he held my arms up like I was the winner, even though he won. Then That's he saw so us funny. later. He saw us later twice and recognized did, us both times for sure. Did short.
0: Cousin Paul scream out, over the top, Uncle Man? over the top? <laughs>
1: doesn't paul knows some shit but he doesn't know that
0: Um, he doesn't know over the top
1: (laughs) we got these lightsabers when you buy the lightsabers there you choose a crystal and you could choose one of four colors and each color makes a different sound you can also buy two additional you could buy any colors and two additional colors in the shop later so we each bought an extra color or two amanda had looked up an article that showed if you buy this like device you can essentially hack the crystals and change the colors and sounds of any crystal so i bought it i bought a purple and a blue and i'm keeping those and then i bought a red and i can essentially beep boop into it and make the red literally a blue a green a yellow a white you make a white white is the coolest sound um you have to open up the lightsaber to do it but it's not that it's not that big of a pain and it was better than buying six crystals to do all that shit um we bought this fast pass specifically to get pictures so there's some douchebag standing in front of the uh, um, Millennium Falcon, a guy who works there. We had gone up to him before him and like, listen, my cousin's going to throw a water bottle to me and I'm going to pretend to use the force. He's like, you can't throw things. I was like, well, we're not going to like throw it. He's going to like toss it to me from like a foot away. He looked back. There was a derpy looking manager with a mustache and the manager just shook his head. No. And we were like, uh, really? You won't do that? Fine. So another photographer had already done it there. So whatever. Maybe it was because the manager was standing there. But this guy was very like, okay, um, all right, stand there and just uh it's like he was just drained. Um
0: He doesn't want to be there. You could interview him for that podcast. For
1: sure. <laughs> but like we were like, okay, we got our lightsabers now, we got our lightsabers at five, so it was dark. So we took all these bitching pictures of us lightsaber battling in front. Then we changed out our crystals to our secondary colors and came back like, can you take more pictures of us? He's like, sure, it's my job. I'm standing here, none's gonna <laughs> couple other things. Then we like, wait, we have more ideas. Can we do more? Yeah. Three times back to this idiot, the manager comes up to us as we're putting our shit away. He's like, you guys want to take more lightsaber pictures? I was like, fuck yeah. He goes, come on over. I got another uh, another photographer and she's got some suggestions. We took like another 20, 25 minutes of pictures in front of the Millennium Falcon. Then he goes, did you guys take pictures in front of Kylo Ren ship? We were like, yeah, but not with the lightsabers. He's like, let's go. I got some ideas. He walks us over and the whole time he's explaining... The name of the planet I think is Batu, and he's explaining the language of Batu and how you say good night, good morning, all oh, this other shit. He's like, "Where are you guys from?" We're like, "Earth." He goes, "Oh, we have a lot of travelers here from Earth." Ah! <laughs> so I loved it. We but this walk is the over guy there.
0: who wouldn't let you throw a water bottle.
1: Correct. So there's certain and no violence and no throwing, but like super cool with like, "Oh, you guys are big fucking nerds, and I'll show you these pictures." I was into it. So they were like, "All right, these fucking dorks are in cost not costumes, but costume shirts." Let's take all these pictures.
0: You were Disney bounding, you nerd.
1: I'll take it. it. Dude, it was just, it was like a dream. So we're taking all these pictures now in front of, essentially like this is now the first order section of the park. So it's all first order shit. There's like a temple with a flag and Kylo Ren ship. Two, clo- uh, two first order troopers bombed us while we were doing it, changing out our lightsaber crystals and shit. I will send you and we'll post some of the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... So cool. I took a billion pictures in the Millennium Falcon. Dude, I almost got choked up. I was the right pilot. If you guys are going to at least the one in in California, Disneyland, be the right pilot. The right pilot controls up and down in the Millennium Falcon. The left pilot controls left and right. The right pilot gets to fucking throw it into hyperspace and you get to take the lever and pull it down. Get the fuck out of here. It was crazy.
0: It sounds amazing. It was unreal. What was the best of the two rides? Which one was better?
1: Uh, a lot of people say resistance, but I've, Millennium Falcon is you're watching a screen. If you're a pilot, you're facing forward and flying. If you're a gunner, there's buttons on the side. and You're pressing buttons, but you're not aiming at anything. You're just shooting. So it's just like it doesn't feel like you have any impact. The engineer, there's like 12 buttons, say. And when you get shot at or when you crash, three of the buttons will randomly flash and you got to press those as fast as you can to like fix the systems. But that means you can't really watch what's going on. But if you like me and him did it three times, so we'd had three separate experiences. It didn't really matter if you were watching the screen. It was at least we went three times. It was the same movie every time. But like we crashed once we landed on the ground smash and, you know, then lifted back up. So it was different than the other times for me personally, sitting in that cockpit, walking with those white, you know, white cushioned walls in yeah, the yeah, Falcon. Yeah. And I don't know if it was insanely busy if we would have had the same time, but we had a lot of time to take pictures. You kind of get put into the cargo area where they have that like chessboard and some other shit. You're in there for like two, three minutes before you get called for your ride. So you could take some pictures and kind of experience the atmosphere. To me, that was probably the better part of the ride. Rise of the Resistance was a crazy awesome ride with at shooting at you um a couple different aspects like shit on screens and also animatronics and also things you know holographic people yelling and shooting at you it it, it was just so fucking and it's just star wars man you know like my cousin was like sucks that it's the sequels first of all he thinks the prequels are better than the sequels i won't even get into that but he's like it sucks that it's the sequels and i'm like i
0: almost like this kid come on
1: it's like I agree. I wish it was the, you know, the Galactic Civil War era. I wish it was a regular stormtrooper. But dude, this fucking stormtrooper is accosting you. Kylo Ren came right up to my face and told me about my allegiance and pointed. Come on, man. I don't give a shit which character it is. It's cool. And sitting in the Millennium Falcon, dude. Did damn, you build man.
0: droids? Is that, are those droids that you I build didn't draw,
1: you? build a droid because the droids are only like a foot and a half, two feet tall. But lightsabers, let me show you lightsabers, okay?
0: whip it out all right matt is getting out his lightsaber (laughs) it's not as big as i expected but it's it's still pretty good size um i don't know what. so this one is mine
1: (laughs) (laughs) this one is mine (laughs) there's four the way you do it is there's four different themes there's uh while you had
0: your your headphones off i was making funny
1: oh that's fine i can't (laughs) wait to hear that um there's four different themes There's Peace and Justice, which is like traditional Jedi lightsabers. There's Power and Control, which is like pretty much Sith lightsabers. There's nat Nature and Elemental, which is like Rancor Teeth, and it looks like wood and leather. And then there's one that's like uh, something in, forget what it is. There's another one that's like Temple Guards. It's very elegant looking, very stylized and sleek. This is the one that I went with. You end up getting like a tray, which whatever theme you pick, and it's got two or three or four sections Or options for each section so you like this is this is the emitter there were two emitters I could choose from these are the sleeves I picked these two there was another two I didn't pick this is the switch there's another switch that I didn't pick
0: you got the Luke Skywalker switch yeah
1: yeah it's very similar to Luke Skywalker and this is the pommel there's another one that was flatter but this one was bigger and I liked it the inside core is um, plastic but the rest of it is all metal Now there's two or three things that don't really work well. This piece comes very loose, very easy because it's not, there's only like one thread to hold it together. It doesn't like screw on, screw on, screw on. It's like half a screw and that's it. But check this out. Whoa, purple. This is, this is my purple blade and it's got different noises than the other ones. Um, you can't hear it. You'll never hear it. Yeah. 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 It's got different noises than the other ones. It's so fucking cool. The blade is one piece that you can push in and twist, and the blade will pop out. So you could just have the hilt. It's so fucking cool.
0: Are they battle ready? Can you smack a whack them with them?
1: So they say you can duel with them. I'm not hitting mine against shit. I'll buy another one and then see if I can hit shit against it. I don't want to fuck with it. This is my cousin Paul's. He lives in uh, New in New York. He I got to ship it to him because he couldn't fit it in his luggage. He had an Elemental one. So it looks like there's a Bantha horn there and there's like some bone. I love his switch is really cool. Yeah. This, this looks is like awesome. almost like Scrimshaw. It, and then this, that's his was emitter Was this
0: the uh the, you said the Bantha teeth one or whatever? What what did you call it? Rancor teeth. I believe teeth?
1: the old this is uh nat, Nature and Elemental or Elements and Nature, something like that. Hmm. Um I know the old one, either he didn't pick it or the old one used to have a Rancor tooth down here, but this looks like more like a horn. It's cool. Um I, I think see. he's got a blue crystal in right now. Yeah, that's cool. And you, you finish building it, and there's a ceremony. Like they say, okay, now turn your sabers on, and you lift your sabers. And Yoda talks to you, and I didn't cry. I didn't even get choked up, but for sure, I had a lump in my throat, and it was—I fucking felt it, man. I mean, I, and I'm not embarrassed. Man. You had the at goosebumps, all, yeah. All to say not embarrassed at all. To say it was oh, cool. They look so, freaking awesome
0: for Christmas. Um. Uh, my brother-in-law we were we were with uh kate's sister brother-in-law the four nieces sammy's cousins and they got lightsabers and they were co- they were cool i mean they're not fancy like that they're just like fun but you could whack mm-hmm. them you could you could duel with them and the second i got home i i ordered it and had some so sammy and i have lightsabers and she'd be like my light neighbor and we like just what hold it up it? Do
1: you know like what what is it which kind off-brand way Cheap, off oh, brand. okay okay cheapy toy like toys
0: yeah yeah yeah. but it, you can you can make it be any color you want it to be and, and it's made to, to clack you know you can you can oh, really cool. do it with them so and they're short they're they're not like it's not even a full length one it's like it's like two and a half feet but it's perfect for a little kid who you know sure wants to play lightsaber and and her nerd dad to be like hold it up it's like i have the high ground it's like quit screaming that whack <laughs>
1: like,
0: whack ah. And she's like you're scaring her, and I'm like, yes, use that fear.
1: Yeah, now her. She got a red kyber crystal, kyber crystal.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, she's always like she she just all she wants to just change the color and smack stuff with it. It's really
1: sure. I, which really? Why? Uh, why else I, are we being? Jealous?
0: I I can't wait to go. Like, but like the thing is, like, when do you take your kid? When do you take? So here's a, the
1: thing. For me, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if you've taken Sammy to any exhibits or any even amusement parks we or something yeah you're not going for you you're going for them yeah. you can't do what you want to do if they're there there will eventually i think there'll eventually be a time for us to do that but at three and a half we went to like the natural history museum he stopped at the things he wanted to stop at and the things that he didn't there was no convincing him look buddy it's a fossil you could touch it if he didn't care he didn't care Gone, He's yeah. certainly not reading shit the same thing for star wars i'm sure stop at and be interested in a bunch of stuff, but he wouldn't have wanted to soak shit in like I was. He wouldn't yep. have wanted to like which we went into which is why uh, I
0: don't want to go to Star Wars land when it's like, no, I want to experience that. And it's like, yeah, I want to experience that with my kid, but I'm not ready to go sacrifice first. that. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Well, because I mean I had a great time and 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 the way it was set up, you know I'm not a technology guy. There's an app that's like a data pad. And you could literally like use your camera to scan you know, the Star Wars has like a generic space language called basic. You can use your phone to scan and take a picture of a language, uh, you know, of a sign and it'll translate it for you. There's games that you can play in line um, while waiting for the Falcon where Hondo, a smuggler, is texting you and you're you're essentially gathering information for him about the Falcon while you're standing in line. There's these little like access plates throughout and there's an ongoing game that you can kind of hack into one. And claim it for either the resistance, the good guys, or the first door to the bad guys. And I don't know when they determine a winner, but throughout the course of the day, you could see how many people in the park have checked in a good one or checked in a bad one. It's all that shit, and I'm not even into all that stuff. You can accept missions and go buy shit if you have a Disney band, which I don't. But if you had some sort of annual pass thing, you could be a bounty hunter, and there's like a game that you can, you know, look for clues and try to find someone and tag somebody and bring them back to a bounty hunter place. There's so much more to do that I haven't even done yet. But what I did do, I do feel that like if I was to go back in a year or so with Kent and I was there for him and I didn't get to read every menu item, look at every interactive thing, I would be okay with it because I've gone myself now and had that experience for me, just for me and Paul and we fucking nail it. And like I said, we hit every green light the that's whole awesome. way it was that's awesome it, uh, it, it exceeded expectations by so much
0: that's so cool man i'm sold like i definitely want to go and i want to do it before it gets real shitty oh i was there before they added all this other bullshit
1: you got um, and the lightsabers are expensive as shit and i don't know it. if no, the lightsabers no nope. i don't know if it's doing it. worth yeah. 250
0: dollars but probably not but i'm doing it i don't care
1: yeah you, you have yeah. you you it's 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 not worth it to not do it you know what i mean In i i mean Uh, i'm gonna go back and get more
0: i am doing the lightsabers and i'm buying the droids like i want to do it i want to do i want to do all of it i want to do all the things um you can't see it on my fake background but uh the next time i go home there will be a new background for my side of this video because i got the sideshow epic legacy legendary what do they call it darth vader so fucking cool dude it's oh yeah darth vader on a crashed x-wing on fire his lightsaber is on fire burning i know that's implausible but my explanation for it is (laughs) he dipped it in the lava and the (laughs) lava and the heat from the lightsaber are causing a reaction so it's burning as as the lava burns off of it so like the heat the heat is interacting because it's so damn the
1: reason you'll be my roomie for life is because you made a backstory about a part of your statue
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because I posted it, and not one but two people were like, "I don't think they can be on fire." And I was like,
1: "Excuse me, so, excuse me, that imaginary so technology that's yeah. fictional in a fictional universe with fictional fire from a fictional lava, I don't think that could work." Yeah, okay, but sorry, it's so cool. sorry, professor.
0: I obviously picked the flaming lightsaber. Um, because the other one is 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 you know you get the regular lightsaber or the one that's on fire. You get three heads with him, and it's it's Darth Vader fucked up mass Darth Vader which is really cool. You can see through to the eye. It's like the like end battle of the damage other one. Yeah, mask. battle damage. And then like helmet off Darth Vader. Um, And it's like, you know, hamburger face. And you know I love me some hamburger face, but this hamburger face Darth Vader, too sexy. He is too sexy. Like, oh, you like the, it? Oh, no, no, no. I don't like it because the face he's giving is like, hmm, blue steel. And you're like, <laughs> okay, sexy. <laughs> he fire. knows
1: he's rocking yeah. it. He knows he's making yeah. it work on it's, that X-Swing.
0: It's like Hayden Christensen, like, like modeling Darth Vader outfit. Like it's 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 too the look on the hamburger face Darth Vader is too sexy. I, I I'm gonna only do battle damage or regular Darth Vader from here on out. Um, but like he's all messed up and this cape is billowing in the wind and it is beautiful. Like the sculpting, the detail on it is stunning. The like the, the cape alone is why I wanted this thing. The second they were like, We're doing this thing, I was like, that cape. Look at that cape. It's billowing all these little intricate curves, curls, twists, turns, blowing in the wind, on fire. Fucking awesome. I'm obsessed with it. So um, I ordered that and a proton pack from Hasbro like over a year and a half ago and they both showed up on the same day. <laughs>
1: wow, Christmas. Second yeah. Christmas.
0: Yeah, my wife was like, uh something's supposedly coming here and I, uh, and it it seems to be a big package and I'm going to have to sign for it. And I'm like, it's at the door now. It's at the door now. She's <laughs> like, shit, I'm in the shower. I'm like, they're leaving. <laughs> I'm watching the video of this guy like he like like literally this UPS guy's like holding out cuz he knows that this is a big deal he can tell from the package he's holding out and he's like, ah, he's looking at his watch. He's like slowly climbing back in. And my wife opens the door and she's in her bathroom and she's like, wait, 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 wait. And, and he brings out, it's like, that's love. That's fucking love right there. And he's, <laughs> she's literally signed for it He's like, she goes, yeah, it's some Darth Vader toy my husband's real excited about. I was like, I I don't even care. I I don't
1: even care that you're (laughs) going to. My husband's real excited about it. (laughs) Some Darth Vader toy he's
0: been waiting for a year for. And the guy was like, huh. (laughs) 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 Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. And then later in the day, she's like, there's this big box here for you. I was like, I know it's my Darth Vader. You signed for it. And she's like, no, there's another big box here for you. It's bigger than the other box. I was like, what? (laughs) <laughs> my, my proton pack from Hasbro Labs showed up, and that is bitching. But that's for another day. We'll do that story on the next one. I'll I'll do a Bad for Radio uh, proton pack reveal because oh my god, so exciting! Because as you know, because Rumi, you bought me the Kenner proton pack from days old. That yep. was my that was my N sixty four Christmas present. The one that made me go ah and scream until my parents are like, oh my god, do we have to go to the hospital? What's wrong with this kid? So it was incredible. <laughs>
1: This was a great. Mine was sexy Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I unwrapped that, that shit. Was like, sit I believe
0: <laughs> <laughs> ectoplasm everywhere." <sighs> Guys, let us know. Have you been to Galaxy's Edge? What was your experience? Did you love it? I literally went to work with. I work with somebody who went to Galaxy's Edge over the Christmas break, and they were like, "Yeah, it was fine." I mean, it was not cool. a true Star Wars fan. I think they're very much a true Star Wars fan. I, I just, will
1: fight them. No I way. J-
0: I just think they're too cool for school, maybe.
1: Like, oh, man, maybe. that's that's not. A, I guess that is a Star Wars fan, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, right. such a Star Wars fan, they're like, uh, um, yeah. But maybe, I don't know. Uh, like, but but he did have cool pictures, and you could tell when he did the lightsaber thing, he probably teared up a little bit. Guarantee it. <laughs> <you. laughs> Um, super fucking fun Uh, let us know what do you think of Galaxy's Edge did you get any really cool stuff recently anybody else get that HasLab Ghostbuster pack maybe we can cross the streams later Uh (laughs) 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 let us know on social media Facebook Instagram and Twitter at launchpadpod or website launchpadpod.com check us out on YouTube to actually see the lightsabers and not just hear us describe them
1: (laughs) we didn't even describe well I talked about Paul's more than I talked about mine I guess
0: Oh, I talked about yours. Don't worry. Look right. at
1: mine. It's, oh. <laughs> it's fucking cool.
0: Let's blast this thing off, dude. We're the Rocketeers and we are out.
1: Ignition sequence start.
0: Six, five, four, three, two, one. We are all engines running. Liftoff.
1: We have a liftoff.